Your day has just begun. Yeah. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Yeah. Hashtag Utah Jazz. I think there are a few that could have been better. There's just certain instances where the game gets harder when you play a team that's, you know, as aggressive as they are. So a few shots could have been better. But overall, you know, as far as the threes, I'm most okay with most of them or pretty much all of them. Could have been a little better. Donovan Mitchell after the game against the Lakers. The Jazz announcing yesterday he's been placed into concussion protocols. He had symptoms, but they say manifested in the loss in L.A. on Monday. The contact that caused the concussion happened in the second quarter. So, PK, no Donovan Mitchell tonight. I have said this before. I'll say it again. They should be able to win without him. Obviously, they've been shorthanded and lost games before, recently against Detroit and Indiana, earlier this year against Orlando. So we've been down this road before, but they ought to have enough talent to handle Houston. Yeah, it's different when they are without Gobert because they don't have really anybody to replace him, replace him where they have people who can replace Mitchell offensively on a limited basis of course you want him in the lineup he's a very good player an all-star and I think he'll be an all-star again this year but you know, I would assume Joe slides into the starting lineup and away they go Houston's not a very good team although they got some nice young pieces I'll give him that but it shouldn't add up to a win on the road against a Jazz team that has still got guys who can score Correct. Yeah, and I totally agree. They're shorthanded, but they're not that shorthanded. So we'll see what happens tonight, see how the Jazz handle this. 7 o'clock, the tip time. Uh, how long will Mitch will be out? We see NFL guys, you know, out for a week. The Jazz have the Pistons coming up on Friday. Then the schedule gets real interesting with the Warriors and the Suns out there. I think if I'm Quinn Snyder, I go to him and I say, this is your time, Elijah Hughes. No, I don't think you do. You saw what he did against Toronto. Now you're just telling me he can't do it in the U.S.? He's just a foreign guy? <laughs> you think it has to do with international borders? <laughs> well, he played at Syracuse. That's up there. That's close by, you know? That is. That's not very far away. <laughs> Good point. All right, the Jazz back in action tonight. It's the Rockets. Tip-off is at 7 o'clock. Pre-game show at 6 o'clock on the Zone Sports Network. DJ and PK. Hashtag NBA. Curry gets it wide open left corner, and that's money for him. Cold hard cash, and Dwayne Casey, the first one to crack, he'll call the timeout. Warriors lead by 16. Curry's got 11. Where will the Wolves turn? 109-108, they trail by one. D'Lo's got it inside of midcourt, guarded by Alec Burks. To his left, Anthony Edwards now with it. Shot clock is down to 10. Bounce pass, Towns, top of the key. Gets Julius Randle, takes a dribble, left-handed, down the lane, up off glass, counted for two. Fournier up top, off the Randle screen, curls into the paint. Runs up the shot. Off glass, no. Rebound loose. Alec Burks has it. Steps back on a three. Fires, no. But a whistle. There is no foul. It's a Timberwolves victory. Minnesota holds on to beat the Knicks. That was former Jazz man Alec Burks with a potential game tire there. It doesn't go. Carl Anthony Towns, New Jersey guy. Returns to the Big Apple and leads the Wolves to the win, 112-110. I like that, a game tire. 
Not a game tying shot, but a game tire. A game tire. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's that's a, an interesting way of phrasing it. Uh, Minnesota's got something going on. Finally, <laughs> you haven't wanted to say that. You because haven't they wanted didn't. to I hear that. I thought they were that. overrated. But when you look at Edwards, Towns, Russell, you know, Beverly's not a great player. Uh, maybe Beasley off the bench a little bit. I, I, they got a decent nucleus. I mean, they're only 22 and 22, but for them, that's a significant improvement. You know, I don't know if they're going to keep these guys or if they can add to it a little bit. But I, I think they got to at least finally have a decent nucleus that can grow up a little bit together. How much of that is the talent they have, and how much of that is that the teams that are traditionally in front of them have been gutted by injuries? Uh, I think Edwards Blazers, and Clippers. Towns and Russell are good players. Blazers, Clippers, Lakers, Nuggets have all slipped because of injuries. That's opened yeah, okay, the door for Minnesota. Sure, but you never you don't go back and look at Blazers, Clippers, and Nuggets um, before. Right. Did they get better because, because other the teams wolves. slipped? Because the Wolves had injuries. Yeah. I mean, we just play that. That's a one-way street that everybody plays. And I don't play on one-way streets, buddy. <laughs> Warriors blow out the Pistons, one hundred two to eighty six, a sixteen point win. But that was uh, that that lead got up over twenty in the first half. That was huge, and the Warriors cruise in the second half. Clay Thompson, basically point a minute guy there. PK, he was firing. Ah, and I turned that off. He <laughs> can't be bothered. There was no kind of competition there. There really, really wasn't. Speaking of one-way streets, way back when, I think my first year on the beat for the Watchdog with the Utes, I was with Doug Robinson at D-News, and we came out of a restaurant in the uh, Colorado or Fort Collins area, and it was dark, and we got turned around a little bit, and we started to go down a one-way street and uh, immediately got pulled over. And we're in a rental car, and Doug's driving, and it's dark, as I say. And he can't figure out where the remote is to uh, roll down the window. <laughs> oh, that's good. So, I wonder what the wonder what the cops are assuming. Hi, officer. So we got it taken care of, and we told them, and the police officer uh, used common sense and uh, bought it. And away we went. But for a minute there, it was a little <laughs> nervous. And then, of course, years later, you laugh about it. Driving down a one-way street, and you can't lower the window. Yeah, and we weren't going. And it was a side street. It wasn't like it was a big street where yeah. there was all sorts of traffic or anything. If I remember, it was like basically almost an alley behind some restaurants. Because they had a parking lot there. So it, was, it wasn't anything major by any stretch. All right, we'll keep our eye on Clay Thompson. Jazz are going to see him on the weekend, and the uh, the comeback continues. Twenty-one points in twenty-two minutes as the Warriors beat the Pistons. And after the Jazz play the Rockets, those will be the Jazz next two opponents right there: the Pistons and the Warriors. Denver Nuggets, San Antonio Spurs, Boston Celtics—a three-way deal. Nuggets get Bryn Forbes. They get some three-point shooting. Celtics get some cap relief. The Nuggets are sending Bull Bull and P.J. Dozier to the Celtics. So they don't want Bull squared, huh? Apparently not. They've tried to trade him <laughs> twice now. The first time, uh, return to sender. Toronto's like, no, his foot's jacked up. He fails the physical. We're not doing the trade. We're out. Well, he had that issue in college, too. I mean, he barely played yeah. right for Oregon, was it? Yeah, he missed uh, basically a full year. Yeah. I think he played... Six games or something like that. Is his nickname Curtis Borcher? Hey, oh. (laughs) 
DJ and PK. Hashtag college basketball. Aggies on the road. Aggies in front. Aggies up by 10 at the half. But Fresno State comes back and wins the game 61-54. to And the Aggies take the L in Fresno. They leave town with a 10-8 record. That was disappointing. Up by 10 at halftime. And, and Bean had only had two points at halftime. And you're thinking this, hey, he'll get going. They've got the lead. But yeah. it didn't happen. He finished with 10 points on four of 13 shooting, one of his worst games of the year. He has really scored it for them this year and done other stuff too. Oh, yeah, he's a double-double machine. Yeah. But 10 points, two rebounds, no assists, and three steals in this one for Bean. And the Aggies can't hold that lead. A 40-23 to second half. Fresno dominates the second half. They win. They improve to 13-4. and Mountain West looking, you think, a three-bid league this year, PK? Colorado State and San Diego State in, and they've got enough teams playing well that as they beat each other up, whoever gets the advantage there will be end up being the third team. I suppose it's possible, too. And then you have to see what the other leagues. It doesn't look like uh, Oregon's gotten hot, speaking of Oregon basketball. I mean, they sucked earlier in the season, and then they went to L.A. and had that sweep of two highly ranked teams. So you're looking at Arizona and both L.A.'s unless they fall apart. And then uh, if Oregon can keep winning, I mean, very impressive road wins. Those are two of the better road wins that you're going to get anywhere. Oregon could be a fourth team for the Pac-12. Yeah, yeah, unless uh, somebody else uh, gets high. Colorado, Colorado's always a lurker with the NCAA tournament, it seems. Like, seems like they're always in contention. They're never a slam dunk uh, to get in. Uh, sometimes they do get in, but they seem to always be decent. Well, in the Mountain West, CSU is off to that 13-1 start, and the Aztecs are 10-3, and but... Wyoming just came through and beat Utah State. They're only a two-loss team right now. Fresno just improved to 13-4 with that win. So, you got some teams. Boise yeah, State's, I guess so. Boise State's also 13-4 like Fresno. I don't think all five are going to make it. I mean, somebody's going to get beaten down and all of that. And But I would think they're, the third team ought to be in pretty good shape. DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. I'm excited about that challenge. Those of us that are competitors are. It makes you uneasy. But I've learned to run to those challenges. Um, I've learned to appreciate those challenges. The uncertainty surrounding them is inspiring to me in terms of producing work. Mike Tomlin, I'm beginning the process of finding Big Ben's replacement. Yeah, he can say that, and I take him at 100% in terms of sincerity, but at the same time, he also has virtually 100% job security. Does make it easier. Yeah, so if he wants to coach, he knows he's coaching pretty much for as long as he wants to coach, and if it should not be in Pittsburgh, if he would ever happen that he would leave, it doesn't look that way, but I think he would be like an Andy Reid and be on the market for about 10 minutes. Yes, totally agree. That story about Andy, that there were multiple owners who sent their private jets to the airport to pick him up, they were not waiting. He got on the Chiefs plane, and (laughs) and we know how that worked out. And I wonder if it'll be a similar deal. Will they 
acquire somebody who can keep them at a playoff caliber level, which is what the Chiefs did. They went and got Alex Smith from the Niners, and so that made them routinely a playoff team. And then they waited, they found their guy, they moved on from Alex, and they got the guy who made them a Super Bowl caliber team. Well, that's the best situation. Yeah. Get somebody who's good that can keep you competitive, draft somebody, have them sit for a year, and then, wow, right. away you go. I don't know that that can be recreated. Every team in the history of the NFL would sign off for that. Well, if, when you're losing a Hall of Famer and yeah. that's the way you do it. Pittsburgh, uh, Denver. A lot of the AFC has young quarterbacks. I don't think they'll be in the quarterback market. Maybe a team like Cleveland would choose to move on from Baker Mayfield. But there's a lot of it. I think everybody else in the Steelers division, all those quarterbacks have reps, and they're all 26 or younger. There's a lot of 25- and 26-year-old quarterbacks, and then there's some guys even younger than that uh, in the AFC right now. But the Bengals with Burrow. Lamar Jackson, despite the fact it seems like he's played for a long time, is still mid-20s in Baltimore. So... That division's got a lot of good quarterbacks, and the Steelers are going to have to go find one. Maybe maybe Russell will be available. Russell who? Russell Wilson. Oh, he's not one Russell, word. Huh? He's not a one-word quarterback. He's got to be <laughs> Russell Wilson. Garoppolo. Jimmy. Give me Jimmy. Might be available. Yock scrunching up his nose. He's over, Jimmy. Have fun with him. <laughs> well, you got to get somebody. I mean, like, Cincinnati's yeah, not I'm giving aware. you Joe Burrow. Yeah, <laughs> you know, they've got first, some bodies. That's, that's, that's not a problem. Anywhere. They yeah. already have some bodies. Promote from within. Stay with your guys. That's why you've been grooming well, second and third Rudolph and uh, yeah. the Haskins, Haskins kid Wayne is Haskins, yeah. there. So they got bodies. Seattle Seahawks have fired defensive coordinator Ken Norton Jr. and defensive passing game coordinator Andre Curtis. Significant shakeup to Pete Carroll's coaching staff on the heels of the team's worst season in more than a decade. You go, then I go. Yeah, right. Uh, it's going to be you or me. Well, we might as well start with you. <laughs> me will come later. Cowboys quarterback Dak Prescott apologizing for his post-game comments, fans throwing things. Uh, in anger. So he tweeted, I deeply, well, he said it was sad that things were, people were throwing stuff at his teammates. And then people said, oh, no, they're not throwing your teammates, they're throwing your officials. He said, well, credit to them then, credit to them. So he tweeted yesterday, I deeply regret the comments I made regarding the officials after the game on Sunday. I was caught up in the emotion of a disappointing loss. My words were uncalled for and unfair. He went on, but you get the gist of it. Please don't find me. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, he's got so much money, I don't know that that's going to matter. But, you know, at the same time, he's in the heat of the moment. Uh, he had some issues in college, but I think in the pros, as far as we know, it's, it's not like it's Gilead here. So I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. DJ and PK. Hashtag college football. Lincoln Riley finding a new USC football team in the transfer portal. Put together, I don't know, an all-star team? Or at least guys with potential to be an all-star team? Brendan Rice, son of Jerry Rice, the GOAT, has been at Colorado. They had quarterback issues. He had 21 catches for 299 yards and three TDs. He's big and he's fast. He looks the part. The potential is there. Needs a better quarterback. They're taking him, so not the only wide receiver transfer uh, they're taking. Yeah, I don't know that he's a big difference maker. 
Three-star prospect out of Chandler, Arizona. Oh, another kid who didn't stay home. Yep, exactly. <laughs> a dime a dozen. Sun Devils got one of your Aztec linemen. What? Yeah. Keep your hands off our linemen. He's, he, was a, he started every game. You got a quarterback, though. Uh, yeah, they need offensive linemen. I think they lost three of the five. I'm just talking uh, about DJ Braxton Burmeister. Needed it because the two guys they had last year both took off. Yeah. And then they, uh, the Devils got a uh, quarterback, uh, Bear Bryant's great-grandson from Alabama. Correct. He's uh, Tyson, I think his name is. He didn't play. So he's I, I get the guys who don't play, but like this this lineman here from Center State started every game. You had success. It just doesn't make any sense to me. They tell you you got to go to a power five and prove no, yourself you against a higher level of competition. Well, that, that they beat higher level I know. of competition I know if they you did. buy into that. <laughs> we've, we've often said that the best of the Mountain West is can compete whatever teams that might be. Sometimes they rotate. Obviously, Boise and, and the Aztecs here recently, whoever it might be, they can compete favorably, at least in the middle of the Pac-12. I think that is borne out many, many times over. I, I just I don't understand these guys, and I don't know his situation at all, so I can't really speak to it. I'm just speaking generally. As a, somebody who's playing, I get if you're not playing, but somebody who's starting every game and you had a fine season and they go 11-2 and two or something like that, uh, you'd think that you'd ride it out and be one of their better alumni, but you're going to switch. It's not like you're going to a premier program by any stretch. The Hammers got him fifth, man. He picked the Devils fifth behind Arizona. You the other day, what, you got him second? I'm thinking, you nuts? What are you smoking? I mean, at least if you're going to build them up so I can't brag. They got to be halfway second. good. Utah and USC are going to be picked in the top two. <laughs> okay, you had him third. UCLA or Arizona. I did ask you, UCLA or ASU for third. Uh, I told you no but way. But the hammer worked in Tucson. You say he always downgrades the Devils just because he says fifth. He's syndicated now, brother. Oh, wow. I'm wow. not syndicated. Jay Drew won the award, and I, I give you my deepest condolences. I thought you handled it so classy. You were like, uh, I'm going to start calling you Hillary. You got beat. You, if you phoned the the winner and you said congratulations, you went on social media said congratulations. You handled it so very well. You masked your bitter disappointment for not getting broadcast of the year. Absolute joke, because I thought of all the years, 2021 was your best by far. You did some phenomenal work. And most of the time, you had to do it without me. Sure, all those years, I made you look great. I got canned in March, so you had not Nine months without me, without your anchor, and you still came through, and you didn't win. It's a travesty. You done? And the hammer syndicated. He, he is syndicated. All right. Find <laughs> your niche. To, go to town. He did it. And his Twitter, he lists all places where he's syndicated. Of course, the first one he lists is KSL.com. Some of the greatest writers in the history of writing write for that <laughs> organization. Uh, where else is he syndicated? I forgot, but uh, I saw it. Uh, it showed up on my Yahoo, and then I clicked on it, and then I thought, uh, oh, I could probably find a copy of it. Uh, he would link it, and so then I went to his because I don't follow him. And, uh, All right, you ready for the there. list? Yeah, okay. It's a bunch, isn't it? 
syndicated via ksl.com denver post sports spokesman sports seattle times sports oregon live sports 360 az tucson star and la daily news yeah that's most of the conference right there right and he's always he used to work the for bay the daily daily news. news he's, got, he's in the hope. bay area now yeah i hope he's getting paid for that but let, let, I mean, he's really good, but I'm telling you, he ain't writing a piece that's going to have 300,000 page views. <laughs> and I still don't win no award. 300,000 pages. You talk about setting records. Mod on was that a piece that I wrote. 300,000. That's like some of the great numbers. You know, you talk about 3,000 strikeouts. Uh, what? 3,000 hits. 300,000, Sniggy and Yach. Anytime I say 300,000, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And you used to get a buck a page view. Now you're getting two bucks a page view after your crazy yep. negotiations. Buck 75. Yeah, I wanted two. They wanted 150. You're going to have to uh, You're going to have to go buy an island tomorrow. You're going to need a couple days my, off. My agent Drew Rosenhaus, we settled at 170 buck 175. Oh, I can't do that, man. We just went in between, you know. We, we came to a compromise. I'm a reasonable man. That's 525 grand. Nice! Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is Trending is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. There's no job too big or too small. Get the personal touch with Shamrock Plumbing. Call them at 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. All right, coming up, Mike Smith, jazz analyst for AT&T Sportsnet. He'll join us at 8.30 as the Jazz get ready for the Rockets tonight. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.